The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's News Podcast here on Big Movie Radio. We're coming to you on Tuesday, September 15th, the day after the New York Giants season opening Monday night loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers by a score of 26-16. We'll offer some thoughts on that today, and we'll also play for you some uh, some audio from Joe Judge, Saquon Barkley, and Daniel Jones with their thoughts on Monday night's loss to, to Pittsburgh. Um, listen, you know, the... Uh, Chris Flum and Joe DeLeon gave you a, a quick hits podcast on Monday night shortly after the uh, the game ended. And, and, you know, they did a great job with that, as they always do. Just want to, to offer some of my own thoughts here uh, as we get a little bit farther away from, uh, from Monday night's game. Um, listen, you know, my first thought, look at the final score, 26-16. to 16. Steelers won the game. They had a dominant defensive performance where their defensive line dominated the Giants' offensive line. Obviously held Saquon Barkley to a ridiculous total of six yards on 15 carries. Got a couple of of interceptions from Daniel Jones. I I look at this game and and I really think you know when when I'm talking to to Giants fans, I want to ask the question: Is my question is really you know what did you expect? This is really, when you think about it, when you look back on it, this is really how you had to think this game, you know, in, in many ways was going to, to play out. This is an established, really, really good defense that the Pittsburgh Steelers have. This is a New York Giants offense with a first-time center, with a rookie left tackle, with no spring practices, very limited training camp, no preseason games, and brand new offensive coordinator. Really, you know, first time playing together, first time really running this offense against uh, against another team. This really was the way that you should have expected this to play out. Obviously, it wasn't fun to watch. It wasn't fun to watch Saquon Barkley continually hit in the backfield. But 
this Pittsburgh defense, this Pittsburgh team is a complete team at this point. They're a veteran team. They're established. They know what they're doing. They have talent across the board on defense. The Giants are a young, developing team trying to figure it out. As Dave Gettleman said a couple of weeks ago, he said, we like the pieces that we have on the offensive line. That doesn't necessarily mean that right now, today, they're going to be a good offensive line. It means that they could eventually be a good offensive line. He thinks that that the pieces with Nick Gates at center, with Andrew Thomas at left tackle, with Will Hernandez at left guard, with Kevin Zeitler at right guard, he thinks the pieces are good. He doesn't he, he understands that it's going to take time for Jason Garrett and Mark Colombo to put that line together, for Nick Gates to really get comfortable playing center, for Andrew Thomas to settle in at left tackle. Thomas didn't play badly Monday night, didn't give up any sacks, gave up a few pressures to, to Bud Dupree, but not a bad debut at all for, for Andrew Thomas. Harder to judge what Nick Gates did. To be honest with you, I'm not going to go through pro football focus grades. I really don't uh, don't want to do that. Really, what, what I think we need to do at some point is have one of our folks at Big Blue View go through the tape, go through the All-22 when it becomes available, look at what the Steelers tried to do to the Giants, and how well Gates responded to that. Not only how well did he block, but from what we see, did he make the right calls? Were the Giants in the right blocking schemes? Do, did they at least have you know, what, what offensive line coaches always call a hat on a hat? Did they have people to pick up the rushers that Pittsburgh was sending on, on various plays? Did they look like they knew what they were doing? And, and you know, to be honest, those are things that Gates is going to get better at. This was the first time he did that against an incredibly difficult opponent to play against I think we all had to understand or all should have known that it wasn't going to be perfect look Saquon Barkley 15 carries six yards I was getting killed on Twitter during the game on Monday night when I was quoting Barkley's stats and people are misinterpreting the fact that I was quoting those stats I'm not quoting those stats and blaming Barkley or criticizing Barkley the fact is, those were the numbers. They weren't Barkley's fault necessarily. I thought there was one run in the entire game where I thought, and and others in the press box with me, you know, we all kind of looked at each other and thought there was a hole there that he missed. There was one play, and I, I don't remember. I think it might have been in the third quarter, but uh, Barkley took a handoff up the middle, looked like he had a hole to his left jumped back to the right and and landed in a pile of Pittsburgh defenders when it looked like he had space to 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 run if he had gone outside but you know that's splitting hairs that's one run his numbers were not on him last night his numbers were caused by the fact that he continually got hit in the backfield i think 8 of his 15 runs went for negative yardage he was hit in the backfield on something like 11 of those runs, averaged getting hit, I think by, you know, per pro football focus, he averaged getting hit 1.3 yards behind the line of scrimmage on his 15 carries, 
which is completely and totally ridiculous and obviously has to get better. But here again, let's be honest. This is a tremendous Pittsburgh defense. Always, in the way that that the modern NFL is, always run blocking early in the season is behind pass blocking. Teams simply don't get a chance to really practice run blocking the way that it needs to be practiced because offensive linemen don't really get to hit anybody. Running backs don't get to explode through holes when they know they're going to get tackled if they don't hit it correctly. So so the timing and the assignments and the and the blocking and the the, the fits on run blocks, all of those things that that coaches talk about, they're very difficult to rep to replicate when you're not able to go at game speed, when you're not able to go against competition from another team. So run blocking is is generally going to be behind at this point in the season. Obviously, you'd hope it wouldn't be as far behind as the Giants were last night, but uh, but so be it. Hopefully, the uh, the Giants continue to get better from here. This was sort of a, uh, a I would say a measuring stick. We know where that line is. Let's see if they get better from here. Wanted to talk a little bit about Daniel Jones. You know, at Big Blue View, I do kudos and wet willies the day after games. I gave Jones a quilly, which really is a combination kudo and wet willy. Honestly thought Jones did a lot of good things on Monday night. I think there were four or five third down conversions that he was responsible for with either passes or with his feet during that 19-play, 87-yard third quarter drive alone. But everything is overshadowed with Jones by the awful decision that he made at the end of the third quarter, at the end of that 87-yard, 19-play drive, rolling to his left to try to throw the ball back into the end zone with Bud Dupree bearing down on him and and causing him to to basically pop the ball up in the air because Dupree hit his arm have the the ball intercepted by defensive tackle Cameron Hayward. Really, that play changed the game. Really, Pittsburgh went down, got a field goal, made it a two-score game. The Giants never recovered from that. You went from from a chance to take a lead to ending up being down by two scores. And, you know, listen, you know, the the first interception, the T.J. Watt play— if Jones threw the ball a little bit low, he threw it a little bit low. Whatever that is, that's a physical error. Those things happen. So be it. I, I'm not going to kill him for that. Now, uh, just also credit T.J. Watt with making a nice play, with getting into the passing lane and 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 making a play. Sometimes, you know, those guys get paid too, and, and sometimes guys on the other team make plays. And, and in that instance, T.J. Watt made a play. The one that bothered me is is obviously the end zone one. Um, you know that just comes back to Jones being uh, his awareness in the pocket, his pocket presence, his decision making, things that we've talked about for months now, and it really kind of jumped up and bit the Giants last night in, in that particular instance. And uh, let's let's hope that we don't see a whole lot of those kinds of decisions going forward you know, for the rest of of the 2020 season. Because the margin for error for the Giants, obviously, as we watched last night, the margin for error is not going to be very large. I wanted to take a minute 
before we play the interviews that I that uh, that came out of uh, of Monday night's Zoom conferences with uh, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Joe Judge. Take a minute to just talk about the Giants' defense. Not bad last night, to be honest with you. Got some pressure on Ben Roethlisberger. Thought the the much criticized Leonard Williams played pretty darn well, to be honest with you. Got a sack, which uh, after getting only a half a sack all of last year, puts him ahead of of last season already. You know, played pretty well. Was pretty disruptive most of the night. Dexter Lawrence had his moments. Lorenzo Carter had moments. The secondary, we pretty much saw what we thought we were going to see. Defensive coordinator Patrick Graham used a lot of different guys, played Logan Ryan at safety pretty much when Ryan was in the game, had Jabril Peppers up at the line of scrimmage quite a bit as a as a box safety or in a, a pseudo linebacker role, uh, rotated some guys in and out at the at the cornerback spot. Corey Ballantyne played corner opposite James Bradbury for the most part, but other guys got in there as well. Darnay Holmes played fairly well in the slot. Listen, the defensive backfield is 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 a weakness for the Giants. It's going to be a work in progress. A little bit like the the offensive line is a work in progress. I did see some things on on Monday night. I thought especially with the play of Holmes and, and the play of Ballantyne, to be honest with you, I thought was was pretty solid. couple of things to, to feel good about, but that's going to be a work in progress uh, as the Giants go forward. All right, Giants fans, let's uh, let's do this. Let's take a short break here for a word from our sponsors at SB Nation. And when we come back, I'll play some audio clips for you. Uh, from Monday evening's Zoom conferences with uh, Joe Judge, Daniel Jones, and Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley had a very rough performance on Monday night, only rushing for six yards on 15 carries. And Barkley pointed out his thoughts on the performance as well as the need to improve on his end. Saquon, your you know your 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 stats for today weren't great. Just Talk about what what happened in the running game and and maybe why it uh, why it didn't work very very well. Um, not really too concerned about the stats. You gotta give credit where credit's due. Um, they have a great defense, uh, especially defensive front, um, and they they made some plays and um, we we weren't able to win the game today. I gotta be better. Um, I gotta be better for the team. Um, gotta find a way to get the run game going. Um, uh, you know. That, that's that's just how, how I truly believe. I got to go back and watch film um, to, to give you an honest answer. Um, you know, I can't just talk off emotions, but uh, one thing that just pops off in my mind is find a way to get the run game going for this team. Uh, I know that's going to be a, a key part of our success, and I, I truly believe in it, and I still believe in it. And, um, you know, just keep grinding at it, keep working at it, and find a way. Um, I mean, I, I guess I probably showed a little emotion on my face. Um, I'm human at the end of the day, um, but – at the end of the day, we, the more stories we're going to win the game. Um, and that's the only thing I'm about is trying to find ways to win the game. And um, that's going to be my whole mindset uh, coming back uh, this week and getting ready for Chicago. Uh, what can we do and what can I do as a player and a team to, to put us in better positions and give us a better chance to win the game? 
Um, you know, it's definitely different maybe on play one, but you get so locked into the game um, that you, it really kind of don't have an impact. Uh, you know, when, when Slay scored uh, that big touchdown for us, uh, it felt just like a normal game. So, um, you know, obviously we would love to have the fans there. So we have amazing fans, um, and we know that they're cheering from, from, the, from home. Uh, and we know what's going on in the world, but uh, that's and unfortunately that's that's the case. And we gotta go out there and and continue to play the sport that we love. You know, it's a blessing. And you gotta look at it as a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, uh, we still are able to go out there and be able to play the, the sport that we love. Giants head coach Joe Judge also chimed in on the lack of ability to run the ball, as well as a number of other issues the Giants faced in their loss. Yeah, you know, every week's gonna be a little bit different challenge based on the scheme we're gonna see. That's obviously a very talented front we play tonight. But look, we're going to stay aggressive with the run game. All right, Saquon's a key part of our team. You know, he's going to be a difference maker in how successful his team's going to be. So we're going to stay with him. We have a lot of confidence in him. I have a tremendous amount of confidence in our offensive line. You know, look, we're going to watch the tape. We're going to clean up what we have to. It's going to be a different opponent next week with a little bit different challenge. But it's obviously something we have to improve on in the run game. That's not something we're going to shy away from. We have to improve on that. But listen, I have all the confidence in the players, the offensive line, the skill players. And we're going to keep leaning on these guys. And that's how we're going to have success with the men we have in the locker room right now. I think you have to have confidence in the game plan and stick with it as long as you can. There's going to be certain adjustments you have to make in the game based on how the opponent's playing you. But, you know, we're not going to give up on the run. We have confidence in our offensive line. We have a lot of confidence in our backs. You know, we're going to give Saquon the ball a good bit. He's an integral part to how we're going to be successful. I got to look at the tape before I give a lot of final answers. A lot of things you see on the field. I don't want to overreact emotionally. I want to watch the tape clear it up and make sure I have all the information. Obviously, it's something we have to clean up but I have confidence in our offensive coaches and our offensive personnel that we're going to make those adjustments. We're going to clean it up. We're going to come back strong and make improvements going forward. You know, I thought overall they competed for 60 minutes. You know, this is a team that makes a lot of explosive plays. I think Pat was able to limit some of the production early on, really do a good job against the run game early on, forced me one-dimensional, put a lot of pressure on Ben. Uh, that was good for our defense. That limited some of the exposure the guys had. They made adjustments. They're a good team. They're going to take shots down the field. That's a very talented team. It's a very talented offensive skill group. You know, when you play the Steelers, you have to understand they're going to make plays. You know, these are talented guys. They're a good team for a reason. They're going to make their plays. You just got to stay disciplined and committed to the process and eventually work to make more. Despite the clear deficiencies, the Giants offense did flash some key potential. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones spoke on what he noticed from the game. You know, as a team, you know, there's certainly things we need to clean up and, and tighten up. Um, learn from this first game, but um, you know I think as a team we, we showed what, what we can be and, and um, you know like I said opportunities to improve opportunities to to learn and, and uh, we'll look to do that but attack those opportunities with the same enthusiasm and the same um, you know energy that we had going into this game. So um, you know I don't think anyone's discouraged. I think guys are um, you know if anything motivated and and looking forward to. Um, you know, next week and the next challenge. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, as an offense, I thought, you know, we, we did some good things and, and um, some not so good things. And, and, you know, I certainly feel like I was, uh, you know, I, I played, uh, you know, good at times and bad at times. So I think, you know, we got to do a job, a better job being consistent, you know, avoiding the, the, uh, the bad plays, avoiding the, mis the big mistakes and, um, you know, I'll, I'll certainly work to, to correct those things. So, you know, we got to be more consistent and, and execute at a higher level. All right, Giants fans, that's our show for today. As always, we thank you for listening. 
Please uh, remember to subscribe on all of your favorite podcast applications. Uh, always, you know, check back here on Big Blue View Radio for upcoming episodes of the Chris and Joe Show. Uh, listen for my show on Friday. Check out uh, the two shows that Nick Filato does, his Monday Filato on Football show and his Friday Fantasy Football show. Also check out uh, SB Nation's new NFL show, especially the uh, Thursday edition that yours truly co-hosts along with Niners Nation producer Rob Guerrera as we preview some of the uh, top upcoming NFL games of the week. Giants fans, stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.